Welcome everyone to the university's greatest podcast, Culture Bucket. This is the podcast where two great, good, best friends talk about all things popular culture. Um, yeah, that's the podcast. It's going to be really wonderful. Um, I'm your regular host, George, and with me is your other regular host, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, George. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about today, uh, finding out about a new podcast that you're going to tell me. And yes. uh, kind of correct you. I don't listen. It's not I don't listen to podcasts. I listen you to said that. some. That's what you said. I listen to some podcasts. Okay. Like I have listened to podcasts. It's not fair to say a thing to me and then when I repeat it. No, no. Last me. episode you said oh, Alex doesn't listen to podcasts. Like I, because I do. Be- I don't listen. I'm not. I'm not an avid listener like you. Okay. I'm. I'm more like a. Oh, listen to this obsessively for like a year and then i'll stop and then that's fine that's yeah. fair that's kind of the podcasting journey we'll talk about it more anyway before we get into that very yes. quickly go and find us on social media and talk to us you can find the links to all of our social media things in the show notes for this and every episode um rate and review us in app wherever you can tell people how much you like our show please um and there's even space to go and buy us a coffee if you'd like to that would be lovely yes to please um yeah so do all of those things thank you and today yeah we're talking about top five podcasts yes and because alex doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts <laughs> regularly she doesn't have a top five list yes. necessarily but we can talk about podcasts yes she likes and i do have a top five list i'm going to recommend alex some podcasts and she's going to go and try them yes please and tell me if she hates them or likes them mm-hmm and some of them, it's going to be really weird to hear what she thinks because they're like old friends and it's going to be odd having her pass judgment on them, if that makes sense. Okay. Old friends. Well, one of these podcasts I've been listening to on a pretty much weekly basis for over a decade, I think. So it's going to be odd to introduce them to someone else, if that makes sense. Mm. It's like an odd thing. It's like when you when you introduce two friends and you're like, I hope you get on. Ah, okay. And then if the, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they usually don't. No, they usually don't. They usually like. Oh God! Why so weird? Yeah. Ah. Well, I like you, but yeah. I don't like your friend. No. Five, four, three, two, one. Our top five. So before my top five mm. list, podcasts. Yes. Why? What? What? When <laughs> and how? <laughs> okay. What's your experience with podcasts? I like I never really got into them until I we started recording actually. So only mm-hmm. I've never listened to a podcast before 3 years ago. Um they were really big in in um well, they're still big in England. Everybody was listening to podcasts. And I just, I can't listen to a podcast and do other things. I have to listen to the podcast. Right. So so for five years, 
no, for three years, you know, driving to school and back, I listened to podcasts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and then, mm -hmm. but now I don't drive anymore to school. So mm -hmm. I don't, so I find them really easy to, to listen on a commute. But if mm -hmm. I have to listen to them in a hat in my home, like I just have to sit down and listen. I'm not very good at, because if not, I don't hear anything. What about when you're doing some maybe planting of seeds in your garden? Um, well, I like silence quite a lot. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, I'm 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 a silence kind of person. So um, <laughs> I don't I can't. Yeah, I don't really do. I don't like silence. Yeah. Okay. Mm, so that's the difference. So, for example, maybe when I'm cooking, I could put a podcast on, but because I'm doing something else, I'm not listening to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to zone out occasionally. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I um, I guess also this is what video games. Some 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 video games are perfect podcast video games mm. because you don't like. Last night I wanted to listen to. There's a podcast I've put in my list today that I've only been listening to for a little bit of time. Yeah, really, really bloody good. So I wanted to get a bit more into it so I could talk about it more. And I just sat for like two two and a half hours and played a puzzle game on my Switch mm. to just be doing some in. Uh, while I listened to the podcast and it kind of was a really lovely relaxing mm. way to spend a yeah. couple of hours yeah um so yeah but it's fair I understand that mm. yeah because I because I'd rather just listen to music when I'm doing things so when I do things I listen to music in the house mm -hmm. when I'm outside I don't I like the sound of silence mm -hmm. um no when I'm outside in the garden but then when I'm you know walking through the streets I listen to music uh yeah but i i felt like listening to podcasts in the car would just was just really good yeah 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 i mean i do a lot of yeah uh, and now that i don't do that commute anymore every day i'm kind of not listening to podcasts mm. which is a shame it is a shame well maybe you'll find a way to yeah to i think i need to give more of a go to podcasts so what podcasts traditionally what have they been the ones you've enjoyed um i re i've talked about this and it had only uh two seasons i think and it was have you heard george's george's podcast yes yes, yes you have talked to me about that and i love that podcast but it's like a story and it's written by george the poet mm -hmm. and it's kind mm -hmm. of like storytelling music and fiction mm. and then i really i listened to a few seasons of dissect which i thought were amazing yeah, Dissect is very good. Yeah, Dissect is a podcast that Cole Kuchner takes an album and dissects it. And it's 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 fascinating. It's really cool. But I've, I think I only listened to two seasons of it, so I don't really have a... But that's a good one to dip in and out of because the seasons are so yeah. like... Like, list, like listening to more than one season in a row is quite intense because yeah. it's a really like... Yeah. It's a really calorie-heavy podcast. Yeah. There's a lot going on in any single episode or season of Dissect. But, like, if you love the album To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar yeah. and you want to really, like, crack that bad boy yeah. open and learn about it, then, yeah. you know, it's amazing. Definitely. Um, I listened to that season, which yeah. was really good. Um, then, of course, uh, the Adam Buxton podcast. Um, one of one of the greats. One of, uh, yes, I really like that one. and But I haven't listened to it for ages, so I kind of, like... Um, Left yeah, it. I haven't listened to the Adam yeah. podcast for a long time. Mm, yeah, um, but he hasn't put out an episode since... I just was checking now. He hasn't put up a, uh, out an episode since uh, December 2022, so it's been quite a while, nearly five uh, yeah. months. 
Um, and then I listened for a little bit to the horn se- section pod- podcast. Oh, without uh, yeah, 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 interesting. Yeah, listen to that one. It, it it was fun. It was it was fun. They were like um, um, it's kind of lots of music. It's like a band, and they they make music together, and they mm. they have a guest um every. I think I think they they have a guest every I haven't listened to it for ages but they have a guest every show and mm-hmm. um it's it was quite fun. I don't think they've they haven't made an episode uh, an episode for 2 years now so well they moved into they've got a, they did a TV series on ah, Channel okay. 4 in the yeah. UK okay. uh, which is meant to be quite good. They also featured you know, because Alex Orn is the Taskmaster guy yeah. as well. They featured quite heavily in an episode of Taskmaster recently. Yeah. But yeah, they they transitioned to television, and ah, apparently okay. that's quite quite a good show. It it was a good podcast. It was it was fun and not very long, mm. so it was good for a for a car journey. Um, and then um, I quite liked listening to the Inquiry, mm. which is um is a it's just uh every episode is um. It explores like politics and trends and ideas shaping the world and this was introduced to me by our friend Dan when we were driving he was driving uh, for eight hours non-stop in uh, Australia and we listened to eight hours of this <laughs> wow yes it's pretty it's pretty intense um yeah I quite like that one but I haven't listened to it since 2019 so um, I thought it was um good, and um, I think the best podcast that I could say if I had to have a number one is um a podcast um with two best friends that um talk about culture, okay. Okay. and you know, uh, it's called Culture Bucket. I don't know if you know it. <laughs> uh, I don't listen to it regularly, but I've heard it's alright. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty fun. I think the woman is quite fun. The other guy um, seems a bit like. <laughs> we talked about this last week. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not about women. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. I'm about. I'm about the Flash the and fl- Batman's. <laughs> and Kendall's. Yeah, Ken. See, Ken's great. Why not Ken? Why is the movie not called Ken? Why is it called Barbie? <sighs> uh, you know, sometimes. You remember a few episodes ago we were talking about the fact that people can't read your sarcasm. So, <laughs> please understand that I do really dislike women. That's not a joke. George! That's why I make a podcast with a woman so I can be, appear smarter regularly. That is awful. It's not true. Alex does all of the editing and artwork and literally every technical and important element of the podcast is, is done by her. It wouldn't exist without Alex's work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Aww. I don't think that about women, obviously. Yeah. Insane to think that about women. Yet so many people do. I know, it's ridiculous. Big photo of Brie Larson <laughs> texts it. Look at her. Look at her having a look look at her views on the world. She doesn't really have many, it seems, but I hate her anyway. <laughs> oh my god. That's terrible. Um, what a world we live in. Yeah, there's lots of podcasts you could listen to that have that view but they won't be on my list nope today. No. but yeah and that's it i mean yeah yeah you've you've definitely listened to some brilliant podcasts over the years mm. i have been listening to podcasts uh since they existed in like 2005 mm. uh dog you know i used to have a dog 
dog walking is the ah, perfect pursuit yes. for, for podcast uh, gorging on podcasts. Mm. And over the course of the 2005, I think podcasts sort of started in 2005. So what's that? Like 18 years yeah. ago? Like they've been around for a long time now. Um, and, you know, they, they, there's a lot of different genres and varieties and types of podcasts. There's short form series that just they do a series of it and it's gone. There's longer things that run. There's structured, there's unstructured podcasts. It's a massive genre of thing um as wide and deep as as any other form of media if not wider and deeper um because it can support so many things yeah um and it, i as a result you know i i love it i tend to like i i if i'm doing anything on my own i'll have a podcast on okay um, um cooking any pursuit i do on my own and a lot of things i do i do on my own so I tend to have podcasts on constantly, so I, I get through a chunk of them. Less so in recent years, uh, with a very busy job that doesn't allow for podcast listening. Um, but outside of that, as much as I can. So what I've tried to put together today is a top five that goes through five different sort of types of podcast or genres of podcast, and, and I'll tell you what my favourite is in that. And I'm also going to give you an episode, specific episode from each podcast to okay. try. Yes. You don't necessarily have to try all five and listen to all five all the way through. Okay. But it's a place that you can start and I'll send you the list when we finish the episode and then not in any not with any urgency, but at some point we can do a, an episode where we catch up with you about yeah. whether whether any of them have clicked um mm-hmm. with you. Oh, sound all right? Yeah, sounds great. Good. So in no short order, here are my five favourite podcasts. Uh Currently, because more than most other things, it changes a lot because it, podcasts come and go. Podcasts come and go. So, in at number five, I've gone for genre, a genre that I'm calling short-form documentary, which is, um, you know, uh, it might a series might run for f- mm. five, six, seven, eight episodes, and then it tells a story, gets in, gets out, and it's done. Cool. Like, you might watch a documentary series on Netflix, for example. Yeah. Um, this isn't the one I've gone with, but, like, the BBC just did one called A Very British Cult, which was a really good, interesting, mm. uh, like, eight-episode uh, investigation of this uh, crazy cult um, in the UK and uh, that it's ruining people's lives. And so it was a really good okay. series, actually. I'd recommend that. Mm. But what I've gone with is one out of Australia uh, called Finding Drago. Uh, and Australia is on fire at the moment with like good podcasts and comedy and stuff. I'm mm. a massive fan of Auntie Donna, who have a really good podcast uh, called the Auntie Donna Podcast, as well as a TV show on Netflix. And uh, they've just done Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe, okay. uh, which is tough to watch if you don't live in Australia, but I found a way. Um, and in fact, Auntie Donna are sort of involved with these two people that made um, that made Finding Drago. And they are called, what's their name? Let me get it up here. Uh, Alexi Toliopoulos and Cameron, his name's cut off, hang on. Uh, Cameron James and mm. Alexi Toliopoulos. It's a, let's see, how long is it? It's a seven episode series. Each episode's between half an hour and 47 minutes. And it tells the story of, um, they're both comedians in Australia and they are, they are also like um, budding documentarians. Mm. And they, one of them has got a book. I think it's Cameron James has got a book called uh, Drago on Mountains We Stand, I think it's called, by authored by Todd Noy. And it is a 
novelization hmm. of the life of the character Ivan Drago from the movie Rocky IV. Okay. And it's a really odd book. Yeah. And basically, the focus of the series is to try and find out who Todd Noy is, who wrote mm. this book. It's like a self-published book. It, it doesn't exist anywhere. It's not in libraries. And they kind of go on a hunt to try and find out who this is. And it's a really entertaining, really, really funny, weird, interesting documentary. And they find a lot of answers that you wouldn't expect. And it's it's great. It's, mm. it's, it, it's a short thing. You listen to the seven episodes and that's the story. But they did do a second series called Finding Desperado, mm. which okay. is very similar. But this time they found in the Guinness Book of Records the... Guinness World Record for the youngest ever director of a feature film. Uh, and they go, and they then this film, they can't find any evidence of it existing. They can't see it <laughs> anywhere. So they go on a mission to try and find out how accurate this this world record is um, and discover who this filmmaker was. And again, it's not quite as good as um, Finding Drago, but it's yeah. also, it's still a really good series. But um, Finding Drago is, is, is excellent. It's so funny. It was... Um, Produced by in part by the by ABC, the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, mm. and these two comedians run up a couple of times against like rules of journalism that they are beholden to due to being part of ABC with okay. a series that they weren't aware of necessarily. And there's a couple of there's one particularly funny bit where one of them gets told off, uh, and they put it in the podcast, um, and it's great. Finding Drago, big recommendation. Links into. Um, it's one of two Australian podcasts on my list actually oh. and uh, through it you might discover they've got a film podcast called Total Reboot that I haven't listened to lots of but they're, they're two very funny people and then the third series that they did um, rather than a podcast ended up as a series on YouTube but it takes a really similar format it's just done on video instead of audio only and that's called Finding Jesus <laughs> and um, it's their attempts to, to find the creator of a video game called Kanye, Kanye Quest 3030 I think it's called what? which was like this little RPG where you play as Kanye West that came out uh, about a decade ago amazing um, and again it was like a little indie thing that nobody mm. knew who made it or where it came from and they went on a mission to try and discover who made it and they're very good investigative journalists and they're also very funny comedians and it's a re- they all of the stuff they've done is really good but start with finding drago and start with episode one um the okay. first thread it's called and uh you might you might enjoy it it's funny and interesting and weird and it's cool and yeah well done them nice nice indeed um my number four pick Mm. comes under the umbrella of what I've called educational podcasts. Oh. Podcasts that you listen to to learn something, to learn a little bit about the okay. world. And at the moment, I'm mostly inspired by and interested in uh, podcasts made by this guy, um, Michael Hobbs. Mm. Um, he He's an American guy. I think he's worked for the Huffington Post in the past. He's a sort of uh, journalist. Um, and he's made various podcasts. The first one he was part of was called You're Wrong About, which he made with Sarah Marshall. Not oh. from the movie, Forgetting Sarah yeah. Marshall. Um, just uh, She's a, also, I think, a, a journalist. Uh, and mm. You're Wrong About kind of goes through various famous uh, news events or events from history, events from recent history, and basically tries to find out, you know, what has become... And this is a thing that I really enjoy... Mm. And I find fascinating and kind of runs through all the work that Michael Hobbs has been involved in is what is what has become accepted as the 
accepted public knowledge on something mm. and in reality when you dig into it what is what is actually what actually happened under the surface so you're, that's the thesis of you're wrong about and they've done stuff like um uh tonya harding they did a big series on tonya harding okay. um looking at you know all of the things around like she was painted as a villain obviously and yeah. they really look at like the humanity of it they've, they've actually done a whole series on like wronged women who were per- portrayed in, mm. in in popular media as being uh evil bad people and then you know yeah. they've dug down into the reality of that situation so they've done her they did a woman called Lorena Bobbitt who famously cut off her husband's yeah. penis yeah. Uh, and they looked into like you know the yeah. behind the scenes of that great series oh. you're wrong about is really really good after you're wrong about he's done, he's got a show that's you're wrong about is still running but he's not on it anymore but she still does it and it's still good mm. he then teamed up with um Aubrey Gordon to do a, a show called Maintenance Phase which again, uh, similar idea in terms of like looking at something and seeing what the reality of it is rather than what is accepted as the, the general thing. But this time it's um, junk science behind health fads, wellness scams and nutrition advice and stuff like that. Yeah. So they've done ep- episodes examining things like, the most recent one is the 10,000 steps myth, uh, which I haven't <laughs> listened to yet. Yeah, but they've done yeah about, what happened? Like everybody wants to do 10,000 steps and that's yeah, like... Where does that, where does that number come from, yeah. right? Uh, they've done episodes on workplace wellness, which I think is a real American thing that I didn't know much about. And okay. It's fascinating oh. uh, when, you know, workplaces and your boss effectively encourages you to diet and exercise and lose weight and how problematic <laughs> that can be. That's um, crazy. They've done people like Dr. Oz, like Goop. They've got an episode on Goop, which oh. is great. Goop, um, whatever. They've got an episode on a book called French Women Don't Get Fat and examining the issues with that as an idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Calories and the issues around calories. They've done one about the BMI. They've done a, the the reason I listened to them was Jordan Peterson. They've got two part around Jordan Peterson oh. and his carnivore diet, um, which is ridiculous. Like he's, oh, it's let's, just let's, promoting uh, that we could get yeah. bull crap. <laughs> we could get so lost. much talking about. Oh, Jordan that Peterson. sounds amazing, actually. Um, but then also fun episodes like they've uh, Angela Lansbury released a diet book, Did and she? they've done like a review of that. Oh my um, god. Yeah, like uh, maintenance phase is great. A big recommendation on maintenance phase. It's a really good podcast. It uh, it comes out fortnightly, so there's a few episodes now, but it's not hard to keep up with. But the one that I've put in as my number four pick is quite a new one. It only started um in November last year. Um, it's him, Michael Hobbs, uh, now teamed up with someone called Peter Shamshiri, who's a lawyer, mm. uh, an employment lawyer. He has a podcast. Um, he actually got fired from his job quite famously recently because he has a podcast all about the Supreme Court. Okay. Um, and if I think if I was American, I'd really love it because it all digs into like the problems mm. of the Supreme Court. And there's like it, apparently it's a brilliant podcast. Um, but when his when the when the law firm he works for found out about it, they they fired him, and that's uh, an interesting wrinkle. He's really good, though. This episode, this podcast is called If Books Could Kill. Oh. And in each episode, they take a book, uh, an airport bestseller, they describe it as, <laughs> that captured public hearts yeah. and minds, and they kind of dig into, are there any issues underneath what this book proposes? And yes, is the answer most a lot of the time. For example, they've done episodes on, let's see, uh, The Five Love Languages, uh, a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad about um self financing. Mm. Um, they've done a book. They've done an episode about uh men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and okay. examining like that book, The Secret. They've done an episode about yeah uh, the the game. I don't know if you know the game. No. The, the book about the art of um pick the pickup artists book. Oh my god. Um. Mm-hmm. 
um, Freakonomics. They've done an episode ah, about yeah. Freakonomics. But the one I'm going to direct you to, my favourite one, is they've done an episode about Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, the book where he insists it takes um, 10,000 hours of practice to become proficient at anything. Um, the argument being like the Beatles, for example, played in a nightclub in Berlin every night for years and they got 10,000 hours of practicing as a band and then they came back to England and became incredible. Um, I've not read Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, but the, the episode they did on it is really interesting because mm. some of the stuff is... And Malcolm Gladwell is like... He's an accepted popular sort of sci- pop yeah. science guy in the UK. And um, it's I really enjoy it. Again, especially when it comes to books, pop science books, pop psychology books yeah. that people read and they become number one bestsellers. And then this idea that's posited in the book becomes this accepted thing. Yeah. And uh, somebody out there reading reading these books and look really like critically analysing them and looking for any issues in them is, is absolutely my mm. catnip. So if books could kill, is my number four pick. If and, books uh, could kill. If books could kill. I will send you this list, so don't worry about okay. keeping too much now. Well, I, yeah, I not... actually wrote you're wrong about and maintaining phase because I think there's a few things that I would like to listen to from the Yeah, list. you should definitely dig into all of that stuff. It's all great. Um, and, like, Michael Hobbs is a really good host. He's really informative and funny and interesting. Mm. And each of the three people on those three podcasts that he does it with, uh, Sarah Marshall, Aubrey Gordon and... Um, Peter, Sam Shamshiri, they're also really good hosts. So yeah, just a really great world of things to learn. And my favourite thing to learn is what is the ability to be like, mm, actually I think you'll find that that's not quite true. Which is what uh, all of them all of them are good at that. So that's my number four pick, educational. Now my number three pick is the one that's probably least likely to grab your interest. Okay. Uh it's the genre of video game podcasts. Oh. Which I've had to include because I've, from as long as I've been listening to podcasts, I've been listening to podcasts about video games. I took a long time off video game podcasts uh, in the era of Gamergate when all discourse around video games sort of became about, um, again, how, how bad women are tended to be the, the, the theme of it, uh, along with various other things. And the culture of video games yeah. became terrible. Weirdly, like I, on YouTube... On no on TikTok things like um people being really nasty to women on Call of Duty, oh, I bet, like yeah. it's horrendous, like nasty. Yeah. And they and they have three phrases: go make me a sandwich, go back in the kitchen, and women are shit. Like basically, the, all the men say the same thing over and over again. I mean, if you're gonna make a sandwich, you need to go to the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. But make your own sandwiches, guys. Exactly. Uh, yeah, awful people, terrible people. Yeah. That's why I don't use TikTok. Uh, well, no, it was it, it, it was just it was it's just girls, uh, streaming themselves playing and recording what guys say. Guys say, yeah. Well, those girls have got. I hope they're okay. I d- I hate uh, awful. It's awful. So I stopped, so for a long time I listened to like video game news podcasts about like upcoming th- upcoming video games and reviewing recent video games and stuff like that. Mm. I sort of stopped, I don't listen to any podcasts like that anymore because a lot of the discourse still tends to be just talking about these controversies and I support all of the right sides of all these arguments or what I consider to be the right sides and what you would probably, you know, mm. women are women are wonderful, being nice is wonderful. Not being gatekeepy is wonderful. Don't restrict yeah. people's access to your hobby. Don't be weird about when people who aren't like you want to get involved in it. Stop being an arsehole. But I don't want to listen to a podcast where they're talking about that every week because yeah. it's just tiring. 
So the podcast I listen to, the main video game podcast I listen to, is called Watch Out for Fireballs. <laughs> and they describe themselves as a video game book club. Okay. And it is uh, hosted by Gary Butterfield and Cole Ross, these two American guys. And what they do is each episode, they pick a video game. It was originally a retro one, but they do more recent ones now. They pick a video game and they spend between two and four hours really digging deep into this one game talking through all the mechanics of the game, how it works, and then going through the story of the game. And just like like a book club would, really talking through every element of the game and kind of, you know, going through their opinions on it and talking about what they think about it. And this is the one that I think I've been listening to for over a decade. I've listened to hundreds of hours of these two guys talk about video games. And they do feel, I've never spoken to them or met them or had any interaction with them at all, but they almost feel like people I know as a result. Okay. And now it's at a point where, like, I don't agree with a lot of their opinions on things. Like, particularly uh, Gary, the one of the hosts, like, his views can be quite not, 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 not like, um, not like we were talking about in terms of like hating people and stuff like that. But like, just like what he enjoys in a video game and what he doesn't mm. enjoy can sometimes be at odds with me. But it's still interesting to hear their thoughts. And they've pointed me towards a lot of games over the years, you know, interesting, different games. They really enjoy games that are different mechanically and interesting and weird and strange and indie. And mm. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. And they have a whole network called Duck Feed with a whole... They've got a podcast called Unfilmable where they talk about horror movies, which I really enjoy. And they've got podcasts where they talk about video games being adapted into movies and all sorts of things. But the main one is Watch Out for Fireballs. And again, you're obviously not particularly for you, but mm. if you were going to try any of it, uh, they did episode 285. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, I mean, the most recent episode, let me have a look. And I don't listen to every episode because sometimes I don't know the games, I don't care, but their most recent episode is episode 394. Amazing. So, yeah, wow. they've made a lot. Um, They covered a game called Disco Elysium, which if we did a new top five video games would be in my top five easily. I absolutely love it. You can see over my shoulder there... Uh, a poster from the game. Okay. Uh, the main character wears a tie and I brought the tie and I now wear <laughs> that tie to work every day. Aww. No one knows, but I adore this video game. Um, it's set in a an alternate work, work version of like Eastern Europe. You play a uh, detective who wakes up and he's in town attempting to solve a murder, but when he first plays him, he's waking up after an epic, epic uh, mm. session. He's got a deep hangover, so deep that he can't remember his own name. <laughs> Uh, and you're attempting to like steer this alcoholic mess through this murder case, and it go it it goes through politics, and it goes through it just it just examines so many different things. Mm. It's a it's the perfect video game. I adore it, and they talk about it really well. So if you're gonna try them for even a moment, uh, episode two hundred and eighty five, Disco Elysium Part One is um is a good okay. one to start with. Nice, nice indeed. Um, and you know, yeah, Gary and Cole, they've they've just. The hundreds of hours of entertainment they've provided me over the years for free is um, <laughs> is not to be sniffed at. I love them. Number two is the newest one on my list. It's a narrative podcast, and I don't, as a rule, I don't really listen to narrative podcasts mm. because you've talked about how there's that thing with podcasts about how you can drift in and out. Yeah. And if it's Gary and Cole talking about a video game, you drift out for five seconds, you come back, it's fine. Yeah. With a narrative podcast, you do need to have that slight bit of focus mm. a bit more, which is why when I was listening to it yesterday, I sat and played that puzzle game because you, you can sort of just focus and, and let it take over. So, this narrative podcast is called Worlds Beyond Number. Mm. And it's hosted by... Let me find it. 
So it's hosted by four, they describe themselves as four best friends, and they are Brennan Lee Mulligan, Erica Ishii, Abria Iyenga, and Lou Wilson. And I've discovered in in general these people recently because I've started to watch there's a genre of thing called actual play which is where and you're gonna have to come yeah i live in a different world you do you're gonna have to come with me on this one because it it is good but you're gonna be put off by it at the start i think okay actual play is where you watch or listen to people play tabletop role-playing games such as dungeons and dragons okay so (laughs) i ended up watching this show called dimension 20 which is Mm. on a streaming service called dropout that i ended up getting and um it's where so the first series of of dimension 20 is called fantasy high mm. and it's six comedians and one other comedian as the game master mm. and they're they're each playing a different character and they're going for a story that's been written by this guy brennan lee mulligan mm. and the idea in fantasy high is that it's set in a fantasy world like dungeons and dragons okay. but in a town that is like a, an American town in the 80s and it's a John Hughes, it's a takeoff of John Hughes movies. Okay. So each of the characters is, is as well as being a fantasy character, like a half-orc or a half-demon or a goblin, they are also an archetype from The Breakfast Club, for example, right? So there's the mm. jock and the geek and the... the... And what's, what, what sort of hooked me in and what's so good about it is... They're really just telling the story. They're going through the story. They're acting mm. out their, their different characters. They're all sat around the table and they have when they have a fight, there's little miniatures on the table that they're kind of moving around and not fighting with. Um, and A, because the people telling the story is so good at improv, the story is genuinely really gripping and interesting. And okay. because they're comedians, it's also extremely funny. Mm. And the thing that makes it kind of... The thing that really hooked me into it is that, like... It's almost like sports in a way, in terms of like you don't necessarily know that everyone's going to be fine and the good guys are going to win because it all comes down to rolling dice. Okay. And if they try and do something that that doesn't work out, like characters can die permanently in the game, and then the story would have to, on the fly, be improvised and changed by the mm. game master in this case, Brennan Lee Mulligan, um, to kind of accommodate. It. and it, it, it you end up with these incredible little moments i'm just going to spoil one moment in the first season of it on, on this fantasy high thing where one of the main characters has been killed and mm. the way it works in Dungeons and dragons is if if you die mm. you have to each time it comes around to your turn in the fight you roll a dice and it's a 20-sided dice if you get between one and ten that's a bad roll and if you get between 11 and 20 that's a good roll and if you get three bad rolls mm. you die permanently your character's dead forever if you get three good rolls, you stabilize and you're out of the battle, but you could you can be resuscitated and healed up at the end of the fight, right? Mm. So they're in this fight. All of the characters except one have died. And they're all rolling to try and stay alive. And one of them has rolled three three rolls that have kept them alive and they've stabilized. So they don't really have anything else to do in the game. Yeah. But then it gets their turn and the game master is going to just pass over them and go to the next person. They hey, hang on, hang on. What if I, because they're like a, the character they're playing is a religious cleric character. Like what if I, ro- let me roll a 20 sided die. Mm. And if I get a natural 20, which is when it, you know, it's a, it's a 20, they roll a 20. Maybe I can come back to life uh, with my religious belief thing. And he just goes, yeah, fine. Try that. And she rolls and she gets a 20. Okay. 
and it's like this and everyone around the table sees the 20 and goes ah and it's this incredible moment of mm. like wow that was the chances of that happening of saying i'm going to try and roll a 20 and then rolling a 20 yeah. is so unlikely and then the games master has to immediately on the fly improvise a way for that to work in the story okay and does and it's a really rewarding entertaining so i've got hooked on this this week and i watched mm. all of this series of fantasy high now i was looking them up and i discovered that he's just launched Brennan Lee Mulligan along with one of the cast members of that series I watched and then two other people um have just launched a new podcast called Worlds Beyond Number mm. which is interestingly they don't sell it as being like a Dungeons and Dragons game in the way that like Fantasy High is the way they describe it is Brennan Lee Mulligan, Erica Ishii, Abria Ienga and Lou Wilson hang out together and use games to make up stories it's pretty mm. good and it's all about the storytelling. Now, the idea with this is they're going to do it together for a few years yeah. or for as long as they can. And they want to use tabletop role-playing games to be the basis of them telling stories. And the focus is on the narrative and the story and things like this. Okay. So they launched They launched in February. Mm. They've done five episodes so far. Um, and they're telling their first big story. And their first big story is called The Wizard, The Witch, and The Wild One. Okay. And it is quite, quite um, apt considering what our next top five is going to be. They've been their main inspiration for coming up with the story is the films of Studio Ghibli. Oh wow! So it's set in this fairy tale fantasy world that's really connected to the spirit world, and it really like you know it uses a lot of that nature, beautiful nature mm. ideas that that um, Studio Ghibli uses. Every single episode is fully scored and sound affected, and like has has real high production values on it um brennan lee mulligan tells the story and goes through the story and then the three other people lou wilson who plays the wild one erica Mm. ishii who plays the witch and abria ayenga who plays the wizard they they're going through this story together and now publicly you can access the first five episodes of um of the adventure of these characters coming together as adults and starting off on their world Mm. but behind a little paywall on Patreon, which I've listened to. And the first episode of this is probably available as well. Usually when you play Dungeons and Dragons, you come up with your character uh, and make your character by filling in a character sheet and deciding on all your stats and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. For this, because they want to focus on the narrative, for the character creation, they did an eight-part series of the characters as children and defined their characters by playing through wow. the story of them as children. And it all has quite low stakes. It's all like they all live together in the cottage of this witch. Mm. Uh, and it's all about like catching the goat when it escapes and stuff like that. But it also has, you know, real heart and beauty to it. And I don't, I'm not ashamed to say that I have cried a handful of times oh. while listening to the the child, the children's adventure of this, um, of this series. And I, I listened to the first episode of, the main run that's going to be the main series of them as adults now going on adventures together. And again, it it's really good. It's some of the best storytelling ever that I've listened to. And the fact that it's sort of, they've planned what the story is going to be, but mm. it can all change on the roll of a dice. And the fact that they, they, they play that off so well. And it's not as funny as the one I was talking about that I watched. It's much more heartfelt and not serious, but, it's it, it you know it's a proper narrative and it's a proper story and it's really really good i'm really i'm massively enjoying it so again my recommendation for that is to listen to um 
the Wizard, the Witch, and the Wild One preludes, which is the first chapter of the children's adventure, and it's really, it's great. So sounds amazing. People yeah. are incredible. Like, People are incredible. It's mm. so amazing what they've mm. yeah. So I mean, I'm really fascinated to know what you make of that because of mm. the Ghibli. This first story they've done with the Ghibli vibes and and everything, and um, you know, it's nice to see a group of people come together and mm. they seem like they're genuinely just really good friends and yeah, they're doing really well. Mm. It's good. So have a listen to that. Okay. My last one, my number one favorite okay. one. This is pop culture. Ooh. Yeah. Which is our, our wheelhouse, right? Yes. So this is the genre of pop culture podcasts, listening to people talk about films, movies, video games, etc. Of course, this is something we are trying our hand at for quite a while now, and I really love our podcast. Mm. <laughs> um, but it's not my number one pick because because you've done that, and also it would be it wouldn't be, <laughs> it wouldn't be right. So again, and I'm interested to know what you make of this one because again, it sort of is what I I not not that I wish. It's kind of what our podcast is, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and I really like this podcast, and they really inspire me. Um, it's called The Weekly Planet mm. and it is it sells itself as comic book movie news okay comic book movie and TV news or something uh, but it's basically two guys um, James and Mason and they're Australian mm. uh, so a great a wonderful voice to listen to <laughs> and each week they do an episode where they basically they similar to our structure but with a site not not well, similar to what Australia used to be. Anyway, each week they do an episode where they talk about uh, movie news and sort of pop culture, TV and movie news. Yeah. And then they pick a recent release to review. Like, for example, they did uh, Evil Dead Rise last week. Mm. And then they um, do what is effectively culture catch-up, but they call it What We're Reading. Mm. And then they do um, listen, email some listeners and stuff like that. And that's kind of the format each week. And it's just like a basically a news podcast um but with some you know various other things what i what what i really like about it is a they're very funny mm. uh they're very they're clearly very good friends like we are so they've got really good chemistry like we do right yeah i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um they sort of come at it from the similar angle to i do like they 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 they're geeks they love comic books and they love superhero movies and other things but they talk about a whole range of stuff not just that um but they sort of like in terms of like when we were talking about people who hate Brie Larson and make videos with pictures of her and big red text yeah. and stuff like they're very much opposed to that. They, they are not those people. They are really inclusive, really nice. They care about things. Uh, James, the main guy who hosts it and does all the stuff, you know, he'll often talk about Elon Musk and how much he hates Elon Musk and other things like that. And he just, he has mm. the right, they have the right views on things. They come at, <laughs> they approach things from the right angles. And I really yeah. appreciate that. And they're very funny. And they're great, and um, yeah, they inspire me to make to to make our podcast. Um, so I really like the Weekly Planet because it's like a weekly news thing. It's it's weird to pick an episode to be like, here's the one you should listen to. So every year they do a best of where they just com- compile all the sort of best little bits and pieces they've done throughout the previous year. So what I'm directing you towards for them is the the best of twenty twenty two episode, mm. best of the Weekly Planet twenty twenty two, best of twenty twenty two, and. Uh, yeah, that's my favourite podcast. I always eagerly await the arrival of it each week. And um, they're wonderful. They're really, really good. So I'll run through that one one more yes. time. 
In at number five, Finding Drago, short yes. form documentary. Number four, If Books Could Kill, educational podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, along with Maintenance Phase and You're Wrong About. Number three, Watch Out for Fireballs, video game book clubs. Okay. Number two, Worlds Beyond Number, narrative actual play. And number one, The Weekly Planet, just pop, pop culture discussion. Sounds awesome. They yeah, all sound people- really interesting. Apart from the, well, you know, the video game one, which I'm probably not interested in. The rest yeah, that's sounds fair. really good. Yeah, I mean, I could have put something else in, but I mean, I wanted to shout them out because I do, I do really like that podcast. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of honourable mentions. There's a podcast called The Last Podcast on the Left. Have you ever heard of that? No. Well, that's very good. That's um, it's it's funny. It's quite dark. It's a it's basically true crime mixed with um mythology modern mythology like for example they do episodes about bigfoot and conspiracy theory stuff i okay. guess like their best episode if you're interested is their episode on the men in black um not the film but like actual <laughs> okay. the idea of men in black yeah really um, really good you know very funny very interesting big fan of the last podcast on the left there's a podcast called knowledge fight which is um do you know the guy do you know alex jones the mad right-wing conspiracy theory let me runs... see a photo Alex Jones. Alex Jones. And not, not the that. not the female British TV presenter, but the American American far right and alt right radio host and prominent conspiracy theorist. Yes. Never I I I've seen his face, but I don't think I've He like the worst thing he's done he's done a lot of bad things, but the worst thing he's done is that he <gasps> Yes, 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 yes. He's the one that uh, yes. He went they took him to court. Yes, the parents of the Sandy Hook victims yeah. took him to court and he got fined for million billion Billions of dollars, I think, in the end. So he does this, this show. Disgusting. Yeah, he does this show called, I can't remember, Infowars. He's awful. He just yeah. spouts conspiracy theory nonsense. Kanye West appeared on it recently. Oh my, oh God, Kanye. These guys, Knowledge Fight, what they do is they're two, they're two guys. I think they're kind of comedians-ish. Hmm. But I think this is their whole life now because it requires so much work. Yeah. One of them in particular watches every single episode of Alex Jones's show and then they record a podcast where he goes through everything Alex Jones has said in that episode and debunks it and explains why he's wrong and wow. bad. But the other, but in a funny way. It's really funny. And what okay. they also did is Alex Jones had to appear in court, along with a load of other people that worked for him, had to appear in court as part of the depositions for this Sandy Hook trial and a couple mm. of other trials. And again, those public depositions are public records. So again, they went through the depositions mm. and discussed everything in those. And Alex Jones was so unprepared in them mm. that the um, listening to these two guys kind of uh, take him apart and, and analyse how bad and wrong he is, is really entertaining and fascinating. Knowledge Fight is a very good podcast. But as a result of the way that it's, it's going off what Alex Jones does, there are hundreds of episodes. Mm. Um, but worth dipping into. It's a very good, and I'm just glad he's out there doing his good work. And he knows to the point where the lawyers for the Sandy Hook parents consulted with him on some of the questions they were going to ask Alex Jones during some of the depositions. Wow. Because he is now sort of the world's foremost expert on this horrible man. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, so I'd recommend people go and check out Knowledge Fight and look up some of the, the deposition ones where they've gone over the trials of mm. Alex Jones. They're really uh, fascinating things to listen to and funny as well. Um, the Auntie Donna podcast I really like, which is just like a comedy improv podcast with the Auntie Donna boys um, who I enjoy. And finally, like a, another another pop culture one that I struggle with a bit but is good is uh, Commode and Mayo. Uh, yeah. The Commode and Mayo's take, Mark Commode being the UK's probably most famous film critic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but he's so stunningly in disagreement with me about some things that sometimes I have to take long breaks. Like he really <laughs> hated Scream 6 and I was like, I just disagreed so much on his views yeah. on Scream 6. I sort of stopped listening for a little bit. But mm. uh, they're very good. But anyway, those are my honorable mentions. Good stuff. Sounds amazing, all of it. Good, thank you. I'll send you the list and you can yes, listen, please. At your, listen at your leisure to some of those and then we'll, we'll do an update episode where you can tell us your thoughts on them. Hmm. Which ones grabbed you, which ones didn't, etc. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I think the other, that's the other problem is like what podcast to choose. You know, there's so many and you kind of have to like choose the right ones. So, you know, it's good to know some new ones now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hard to find them, but hopefully you'll find... I, I mean, mostly if books could kill and uh, worlds be unnumbered, I'm really interested to know if either of those connect with you. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. Well, that's our episode for this week. Um, You're going to be... Uh, leaving us now because it's the end of the episode it's been a pleasure to be with you though we hope you're well uh, we love you um, please do go rate and review us and do all of those things uh, we're so excited to be now past the 100 episode mark getting closer to 100 episode 120 which is going to be <laughs> great episode 110 is going to be great as well you know um, it's all good stuff coming up uh, next week we're going to be doing another culture catch-up episode and then the week after, we'll do our next top five, which is going to be our top five Studio Ghibli movies. So yeah. do any preparation for that that you'd like to. But we're really excited to talk about the work of Hayao Miyazaki and all the rest of the uh, the gang over at Studio Ghibli. Yes. The movies they've made. Through my research on... Because I've there's a bunch of Ghibli movies I've not seen. So I went through, mm. all, of, I went through all of the Ghibli movies and categorised them as movies I've seen. Yeah. Movies I've want to see, yeah, and then another category that was just the shrug emoji, um, <laughs> for movies that don't really grab me particularly, yeah. um, yeah, and through that I learned that Miyazaki's son not quite as good as Miyazaki maybe. Uh, it seems. Yeah, that's we'll talk about it, like, yes. he made he made Hedwig in the what's it called Airwig in the what's that new one that three D animated one that looks like a nightmare. <sighs> what's it called? I don't know. I I haven't seen that one. <laughs> it's called. Hang on. Airwig and the Witch. Air- Google Google image search Airwig and the Witch and look at the animation. Ah uh, yes, I think. Ah uh, yeah, I have seen. Um, I haven't watched it because I think it would just annoy me so much. Yeah. Why did they do it? Ah, uh, because they were trying to go into um, um, uh, computer animated, and it computer animation. It's hard to maintain, the style that they have. Yeah. When you move into computer animation, yeah. it's a pity. Um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it looks awful. It might be wonderful, but it does look awful. It doesn't sound like it, but never mind. Uh, do you believe made some of the best movies of all time? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, today's Google Doodle is celebrating the life of Alan Rickman. I know. I I looked at it before. I was like, oh my god, because I just he's just just still makes me sad that he's not with us anymore. I know, and it's it's celebrating the thirty sixth anniversary of his first big role on Broadway, uh, which broke his career. And it's like, gosh, we only had thirty odd years with him. Like it seems yeah. like such a short amount of time. Yeah. Anyway, you know, thirty odd years of, of of performances and stuff. Obviously, but... okay. Uh, love you. It's been great. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.